Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Phoenix Rods and Electric Eyewear. Um, today we have Gary Woodrum. Uh, Gary grew up in 22nd Street Landing. His dad owns a lot of boats on the fleet. And he has a super cool story. So uh, I decided to have him on. Cool guy. I hope you guys like this one. He knows a lot about all the salt stuff. And he's caught some big fish. I think he got a 10 calico. So it's cool to hear from a guy that's caught a big one. And uh, yeah, so thanks for coming on, Gary. Check him out at 22nd Street Landing. Great landing. Um, also, check out our new sponsor, Electric. If you go to electric.com, electriceyewear.com, and you enter the code CC30, you get 30% off electric eyewear. So please go there. Please enter the code. Please buy some glasses and tag me. And uh, listen to this piece right now from Electric. Please listen to the whole thing. I'd really appreciate it. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Once again, check out Electric Eyewear, CC30 for 30% off. I'd really appreciate that. Also check out Phoenix Rods. I'm trying to work something out with them where you guys can get a discount at your local tackle shop, at least in SoCal. Some of these local tackle shops will figure something out. And um, yeah, that's about it. Give get, can you please go on Spotify or iTunes? Give us a five star rating. I'd appreciate that. Uh, the Patreon this month is sponsored by Butch Brown and uh, Butch Brown Depths Two Fifty and Swimbait Underground. Uh, so it's Depths Butch Brown Swimbait Underground. So if you're in the Nick Head Division, which is the first tier, you have a chance at a two fifty tuned. If you're in the BDE, you have a chance at the 250 tuned and a 175 and a 175. So three winners in the BDE division. Uh, and you also get videos. So I'm working on those and making sure you have four videos a month at least. Uh, check that out. 
And also, um, I think that's it. I think that's all. Uh, I'll have a YouTube video up. I'm hoping tomorrow afternoon. It's been very busy. I'm doing a lot of cool stuff. I want to tell you guys what I'm doing, but I want it done first. So I'm doing something really cool. There'll be something new you guys can use. Everyone can use. So I'm, I can't wait to tell you, but I want it to be done before I tell you. So um, keep an ear out for that. And that's about it. So on Monday, I think it will be the kayak roundtable. Greg Blanchard, uh, Mike Ensign, and Obi. And this is the probably the funniest podcast I've ever done in my life. I'm not kidding. It's one of the funniest. So I hope you guys like this one. Uh, please give us five stars on iTunes. Please give us five stars on Spotify. And subscribe to the Patreon. I appreciate you guys listening. And I hope you like this one. Check it out. Later, guys. Yeah, right <laughs> all right welcome to cast and crank podcast let me move over a little um today we have gary woodrum jr right yeah jr uh he works at 22nd street you kind of work on all the boats somewhat yeah pretty much is on a rotation between the pursuit freedom native sun all our boats so the cool thing about what he does oh, fucking headphones hold on uh you uh, grew up in it, pretty yep. much, you know, like yes, since you were a young kid, right? Yeah, so I started uh, started working on the boats when I was about 12, but I originally got into fishing when I was two. That's when my dad first took me on the pursuit and uh, caught a sand bass on a Scooby-Doo rod and a wham. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been you've been around it for a long time. You do uh, salt and fresh? Uh, I do some freshwater fishing. Um, my favorite thing to do for freshwater is going to that lake, uh, Lake Picachos in Mexico. Yeah. And, like, down there you can have, like, anywhere from a fucking... 50 to 100 green bass in a day shit so i'm kind of like spoiled with that is your dad big on uh, green bass down there in mexico he loves doing that yeah that's like his one thing i can get him to do a year when like we go fishing together yeah so you have all your captain's hours already then pretty much yeah i do i am just waiting for my cpr card approval and then i pretty much got my license no way yeah you're what right now i'm 19 so you're another young captain i've been talking to a lot of guys that are young uh I feel like you're one of the younger ones. Like the only other guy I know that was really young was uh, Jake Clinshaw. Yeah, he was 18, I think, when when he got his. Yeah, but uh, I mean, talk about some of the boats you worked on, like stuff like that. Um, so basically, I started working on the Pursuit when I was 12. Um, I started pinheading. So like every weekend, Saturday, Sunday, all through the school year, do that. And as soon as summer hit, I was on the boat every single day, pretty much. And then right when I got out of high school, I was like, yeah, I kind of want to do something a little different. So I was like doing the pursuit and freedom. And then this year I was here mainly on the freedom. So when you, uh, when you were 12, when you were like pinhead, or were you kind of doing everything already? I was a pinhead basically. Yeah. Just basically stay on the bait sink all day and just scrub the boat. That was my like main jobs. Did you uh, get to work under your dad? Yes, I did. He, uh, he mainly ran the boat and then Gus, his business partner, he's the one who kind of trained me and he fucking taught me everything. Really? Uh-huh. Um, and you've probably met, like, you've known all these captains for a long time, like Graham and you yeah. know, everyone, right? Uh-huh. They've basically all seen me grow up. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's cool to hear a little bit of history. I know, you know, your dad, uh, so does he, does he own the part of the landing or does he own the whole landing? He doesn't own part of the landing, but we own basically major, uh, all the boats at the landing. So yeah, pretty much, which is kind of crazy. Like you guys have yeah. a big fleet, right? <laughs> yeah. So we have our four boats up here. 
the Freedom, the Monning, the Pursuit of the Native, and then in San Diego where the premiere at H&M Landing. Do you have the San Diego too? No, we don't. Oh, okay. Yeah, just the just the premiere down But there. that's still cool. You guys have a big, kind of a big area to yeah. cover. Yeah, we do. Do you think you want to maybe move down to San Diego to fish? I was thinking about it for a while. I was thinking about maybe doing the whole long range thing, but I I still would like to eventually move down there to go work like on the American Angler or the Shogun or something like that. Yeah, just maybe in the future, huh? Exactly. Right now, what so what's your goal right now? Are you just gonna like really focus on just maybe running your own boat or? Yeah, I, I just I want to stick in the Freedom for a couple more years. It's like this season, I'll just like be easing the running second ticket at night, still working deck, and then eventually just maybe taking over like running the Freedom with uh. Latino or Trevor, whoever else is going to be on there. That's the boat that you're going to, you're most prior, primarily working on. Yeah. Freedom. Yeah. Do you ever work in any other landings? I haven't. No, it's no. because you, I mean, your dad owns, yeah, he runs exactly. all the fucking boats out of there, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, you got your own skiff as well, too, right? I do. I what, do. What is that? It's a 17 foot sea hunt. Wow. How long have you had that for? I've had that two years now. Do you, uh, how far have you taken it? I've taken it to the 209. Really? Yeah. Was it sketchy at all or no? Uh, it kind of was. It was just me and one other guy. And then uh, we were trying to look for kelps and everything. Got some like the Dorado and Yells are kind of on kelps. We found one kelp and a bunch of Dorado and it didn't buy. I was like, dude, fuck this. Let's go home. <laughs> I was like, the weather's going to come up. We're going to get our ass beat. I was like, all right, let's go home. You're a, you like fishing calico though. And sp- you'll fish bodies uh, and calico yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like doing that stuff. Because I feel like a lot of the sport boat guys are kind of like, nah. Yeah, a lot right. of the guys, like a lot of the sport boat guys, kind of do frown upon them. I was like, dude, it's cool. It's kind of like my roots almost. Yeah, because I seen you go out with like Benny, and you you're one of the ten pound club, right? You caught a ten pounder. I am. I was. Uh, let me thank Benny for that. Where was that at? That was at a spot called Dominator and PV. Really? It was a local trip. Te- so it was a local trip. So to yeah. me, I think a local ten pounder is. No hate against the dudes that get in my club. <laughs> a local 10-pounder is a big deal yeah. compared to an island 10-pounder. I, I would say so, yeah. Yeah. What was your PB before that? Only like 6.3 or something, and that took like four years to break. Dude, how did that fight? How was that 10-pounder fight? It honestly, it, I so that was like May of 2020, so that's when the whole COVID crazy shit was going on. And that's also when we had that weird red tide. Like, it was water was just murky as fuck. Yeah. Um. We were about to move. I made one last cast in this pocket, winding it back to burning it back on the surface as quick as I could. And it flashed on it and it ate it. And I was like, oh, man, this is a nicer one. And this is coming straight to the boat. And all of a sudden, it got straight up and down. I started taking line, like thumping. I was like, oh, fuck. And I dropped on one knee. <laughs> and I was like, dude, this is like big, big. It's like, oh, we're just coming out of my mouth. Was that? Yeah. And then um, fighting it, fighting it, whatever. Took a little more line. I'm winding. My real handle comes off. Falls in the water. I go no. What kind of real hander was it? A- Abby Garcia. Okay, and it's Tip- typical from those. Parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, this falls off right in the water. I'm like, oh shit! So I'm like turning the knob on the side. I finally bring it to the other side of the boat, and Benny lips it, and he's like, not letting me see. I was like, dude, let me weigh this first, and then we'll go from there. I was like, all right, just let, want to see it. Puts on the scale, looks at it, and he goes, dude, you got a ten pounder. And I was like, no way. I was like shaking at that point. I was like, so oh, excited. I would be too. That's like <laughs> yeah. a goal. Everyone's goal. I was like, my legs were all shaking, my hands. Were, I was like, oh shit, dude. <laughs> you felt like a rookie again. Huh? Yeah, exactly. I was like, fuck. <laughs> did and, you did you start fishing PV a lot after that? I tried to, but like being on the boats like five to six days a week, having one day, I was like, man, the last thing I want to do is go jump on my skiff and go try to get to bass. But I mean, like, I tried to. Yeah. Did you when you so you've grown up doing this and your dad's been a captain right forever. Mm-hmm. 
did he want you to do this or did you kind of want to do it? He, he wanted me to do it, but also I kind of wanted to too. I was never really good at anything in school. So it was like kind of all through like school. I was like, all right, I just need to pass, get my high school diploma. I'm out of here. It's all I need to do. But you know, I feel like I do see a lot of dudes struggle sometimes. And uh, I'm sure you've grown up in the industry where you'll get captains going, this isn't for you, kid. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of older guys like, dude, you don't want to do this. I was like, well, I mean, you kind of do. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a struggle sometimes and you have more bad days than good, but that's kind of what like makes you or breaks you in this industry. What do you think you have in you to like want to do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? There's like, what's the drive? You kind of, your, your dad has all those boats already. So it's like, you could just help him run those. Yeah, exactly. But it's you kind of, like, it's cool that you want to go get your, your license yeah. and, and be a captain. I've kind of been given a really cool opportunity my dad. And he's kind of set me up for success in life with what he's doing and buying the boats and everything else. And just like making sure that I like I'm doing what I'm supposed to and everything like that. That's good. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that he knows what you got it in you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a hard one. Cause sometimes you don't know what your kids want to do. And I don't Oh yeah. There's, yeah. There's a lot of people that are like, I feel like they don't follow in their father's footsteps, but it's cool that you're, you're trying to like pursue yeah. that, you know? Um, Let's talk about, do you have any uh, scary stories when you're on the boat and it's been rough weather or anything like that? Uh, I'd have to say it was my like second day and a half trip and we're on the pursuit and it was fucked up <laughs> like 20, 30 knots swell was probably like eight to 12 feet and I was on the Cortez and it was just pff, humping the whole entire, it was fucked up. And then another time we were on this, uh these we do these trips in the freedom called military trips mm-hmm. and basically we go up there and there's a military boat and we kind of help them out like they the people will get off onto the freedom they take the boat out and like do all this test and stuff like that and one day well, this is at santa cruz and it was blowing 55 miles per hour and it was that was the <laughs> it's like the one was blowing so hard it was lifting the water up and like creating these little like tornadoes and stuff and we had to add an extra 100 feet of anchor chain to the Dude. to it because we're gonna hang anchor anyway. We're just dropping anchor and just dragging. So I'd say that that was pretty like. Sketch. Who was the captain on that boat? Tino. How calm was he like when he was dealing with this stuff? He was pretty sketch, but also like <laughs> at the same time, like me and the other deck and one of the guys cutting all the kelp off the anchor and trying to add this extra shot anchor chain. Dude, that's wild. Yeah. Um. Stupid fucking headphones. Dude. <laughs> I, I swear, you buy new fucking cables and some <laughs> shit like this happens. What's an, another thing I always have a question for? So maybe since you're younger and you, you could kind of answer this. What is a common mistake you see people come on the boat since you work on a couple of different boats that everyone always seems to do? Hmm. Probably just like not bringing the right equipment. That's it. Not yeah. even like setting the hook or like even keeping That's, pressure on fish. That too. Yeah. People uh-huh. like someone's like they're fighting a fish. They drop the rod tip too quick and then the hook just falls out. So I've seen that happen, but. I'd say probably just don't bring the, water, the right equipment. That's what I've seen happen a lot. Sometimes guys bring a fucking slingshot to, <laughs> to fucking go kill a bear and it just doesn't work. <laughs> or guys use those Tranks 500s and some bass rod and drop down a flat phone. They hook one of those big bluefin. And they're like, dude, what are you doing, man? You don't Here's... like the Tranks 500? I do like the Tranks 500. They're <laughs> not for the big bluefin. <laughs> oh, yeah. I always wonder because, I, I mean, it's hard to like even. Sorry, dude. I'm a rookie over here. <laughs> Um, it's hard to even know sometimes like when you're new to going to the boat. Oh, like, it is. Yeah, I remember when yeah. I went, I went on the, uh, El Dorado. This is like, I talk about like fucking eight years ago or nine years ago. And, uh, who's the deckhand? That one white kid. 
surfer looking dude. I don't really know those guys too well. Really? Yeah. He, uh, I remember, and I saw him after I've been on that boat and I've talked to him and he's friends with some of the Hagger Pirate guys, I think. Mm. But, uh, I remember bringing my surf rod, dude. <laughs> like I have a surf fishing rod, but it's yeah. like a steelhead rod uh-huh. and I was catching barracuda with that. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I didn't know, dude. Yeah, I've never exactly. been on a boat, yeah. you know? And sometimes you feel real fucking stupid too, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's some boats that even I've went on like, Man, I don't really like fish on this boat. The crew is like, even though I kind of like have a clue, like man, like crew's kind of dick to me. <laughs> like I don't. Know I, th- if- I think that's something with sport boats too. Is like yeah. depending on the guy. Like you, you get on there and you kind of go, man, I don't really know. Like you ask a deckhand, he's like, what you don't know about this reel that boat? I'm like, no, I don't. You know <laughs> what do you want me to fucking do? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So did you learn from that? It's like you know how to treat people a little differently since you're yeah, like on? going on other boats and like seeing how different like crews operate to like. Just that kind of like teaches me stuff as well. Like that's why I kind of like doing this going to different San Diego boats or just like seeing how other guys run their operation. Do you know? And how how's rock fishing been? And we were talking earlier. The regu- they change regulations again, right? Yeah, that's stupid. Honestly, <laughs> four reds and one chucklehead. Like, because it was ten, right? It was ten. Yeah, you can have ten reds, and then you can have your other like a sort of ten sheephead and um, white fish. No sheephead right now. You can actually keep sheephead. They didn't okay. pass that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Do you have any like involvement with like keeping up on all that stuff, like the regulations or being involved with changing and voting or anything like that? Not really. I was part of this thing like in high school where like I sat in like in a couple of the fishing game meetings, but it was just like the same thing every time. Didn't it didn't seem like very much progress. Like they talked about cycling the MLPA closures on the coast and Catalina and other areas, but just like I don't know, it, it doesn't seem like it's gonna happen. No, right? Yeah. Did you get to fish a lot of the MLPA before it closed? You're younger, you probably did, right? Uh, I got to fish the Farnsworth before it closed. Um, I got to fish Italian Gardens before it closed. That's in the front side of Catalina. Um, it's really hard to remember. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I fished the surf a little before it closed when I oh, really, really started fishing. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like 2011, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I was fishing down south, though, a lot. But, I mean, it's, it's fucked. And you're probably worried about more closures and the whole motor thing. Oh, yeah. What's with the motor So the motor thing got pushed off to 2035. Okay. So basically, a lot of our boats, they already have Tier 3 engines. So if you have Tier 3 engines, you don't really have to get the Tier 4 to 2035. But even then, they're going to take another vote on it and reassess the situation. But I don't know. It is kind of a scary thing, especially for a young guy like me going into this industry. That's one thing to think about. Like, And that's when you're probably like, when your dad's done with this, you're going to have to deal with it probably. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so you're like, shit. He's kind of like, oh, here you go, kid. <laughs> go get him. <laughs> hey, you're fucked, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. And uh, do you work at 22nd Street somewhat too? No, I just mainly work on the boats. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, what's going on in the off season? Um, so the Native Sun, the Pursuit, the Monty, they're all running, just catching their couple, catching the rockfish. Pursuit, they're having a little bit of uh, like. Flyland action, catching some Bonita. They caught a yellow the, the other day. And then we're just kind of getting the freedom ready still. Yeah. What is what is the freedom run? We run overnight trips. And then, like, towards the, like, towards the fall, winter, we ran uh, day and a half. Like, okay. last December, we ran straight day and a half so all, all the way till Christmas. You like running the overnight trips? I like day and a half a little more, honestly. Okay. It gives you more time. You don't, you don't feel as rushed doing stuff. So, it's like, I kind of like that. You also run an extra day I can, too. So, it's... I like that. What is there usually on a boat? How many deckhands? Uh, we usually run three deckhands, one cook, uh, second, and then a main captain. Okay. 
And then you'll be you're gonna start as a second, or are you gonna go? I'm gonna start as a second. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll be learning from the other uh, other second. The same boat. No, I'm the same boat. Okay. Cool. Man, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's quick. Are you just kind of stressed out about it? Kind of am actually. <laughs> kind of am. Hey, at least you're being truthful. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I've driven boats before at nights, like when I was working on the squid boat or whatever else. It's just like, just I gotta learn, just like how like how am I gonna talk to the other ships passing by and everything like that. How do you, so how do you get your practice in? You just have to be second captain at Just night. basically doing it. Do you get guys that help you though? Like, do you know, oh, yeah. they'll stay up with you and be like, Hey, this is kind of. Yeah. Like the other second ticket, he was like, Oh yeah. If you start running like second trips, I'll like, I'll come out and just fish and I'll stay up and fucking show you like. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you guys have a pretty tight knit community over there. I'd say we do. It's like, kind of, it's, it's a family. Yeah. Right? That's cool. Cause like, even like we all hang out in the off season, we'll have a a crew cookout and everything like that. So that, I like doing that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Do you guys talk to a lot of other landings? Do landings kind of talk to each other or everyone just to kind of do their own program? We we talk to other landings. Okay. Like we get like we're uh our code group with the Freedom, it's like us, the Fury, uh the Thunderbird, the Amigo, um a couple of the San Diego guys and yeah. So basically we have like our own like code group pretty much. Yeah. Code group. <laughs> that shit's real. I just found that you know how a code group shit's yeah. for real, huh? It is. <laughs> Yeah, you get uh, that's that's some crazy shit. The code group stuff, it and I, I mean, it's crazy getting the different uh, walks of fishing where I get you know the, the six packs in, the private boats in, the captains, and everyone's got a gripe with everyone else about yeah. something. You know, it's kind of like being in high school again. You know? like everyone's got their own like little group. In. I, I do it, it <laughs> yeah. even the, in the fishing community. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, it it definitely it is. is. I'm like, wow, dude, it's like very clicky. It is, and honestly, even you it know, is. and I, and I get it, and I get you got to have a code group, and I'm sure you do too. But even if you don't know someone, you might be involved with someone else where they go. Yeah. We don't exactly. fucking talk to that guy. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Something like that. And it's it's a that's a hard one, but what do you do? I mean, yeah, it kinda is like what you have to do though, because you don't want your information being spread out to everybody. Yeah. And I'm sure that happens, Tom. Huh? When, when I mean oh, yeah. yeah, you'll be out of spot and someone will just be like Whoop. Exactly. And then the <laughs> skiff will see you there and they tell their friend, their friend tells a friend it just snowballs. Next day, you try to go back, and there's 20 skiffs, two sport boats. I'm like, well, I can't get anywhere near where I want to be. <laughs> do you get skiffs that will roll up pretty close? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. What, do you don't tell them? Just like, dude, come on. I don't really say anything. Tino kind of lets, <laughs> yeah. lets them have it. I've seen him do that before. And it's just like, oh, man, dude. Like, I don't want to be yelling at him that much. <laughs> but what do you do? Like, I get, like, and I've heard people say, like, even Jeff, like, you're making money. That's your, your job. So these skiffs, it's like, you can find other spots, right? Basically, that's what, like, they're thinking. It's been like... I don't know. It's just kind of like, I feel like when I run her, but I won't be the, like, man, just slide in. Like, I've like I've seen, like, my dad do that before, too. It's like, we're, like, we done on a kelp or something. He's like, all right, dude, slide in here. Like, he'll call. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, again, you're not, but jaded. Like, again, you're not like, jaded yet. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. There's, like, times, though, too, where it's, like, it's tough fishing, and we finally, like, start hooking a couple yellows somewhere, and the skiff flies in on us and chops all of it. Dude, like, don't be a dick about, like, don't go, if we're anchored, and our stern's in the island, and we have, like, 80 feet between us and the island. Don't go right Don't go between yeah. us and the island. Don't okay, yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying, like, in uh-huh. front of where you guys are Go at. for a bow if you want to set up. Just get a little bit above us or below us. Just don't fucking don't get that close to us. Yeah, right. Did you Were you around during the El Nino stuff? When it I first, was. Okay. Yeah. How was that? Pretty good. When crazy. it first came out, were you kind of... Uh, it was actually kind of... It was kind of cool because it, like, literally... My dad went down there, I think the two and nine and a little bit further and his first day he had like 80 yellows like a handful of dorado a couple yellowfin 
I was like, holy shit, dude. That's crazy to fucking <laughs> see that. Fucking my dad's catching tuna. And then I got to fish. I fished, I think, like two weeks straight with him because I was like having so much fun catching yellows and yellowfin and dorado every day. I was like, dude, this is rad. Like, is that always going to be? And then that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of like grew up with like fishing the El Nino. Yeah. But at the same time, like I do remember like the sand bass days and the barracuda and migratory days and like. There was plenty of days where I was fishing my dad and like we like I remember like I think like 2011, 2012, like we had three yellowtail on one day and I was like holy shit we had three yellowtail and that's what I kind of grew up like seeing. Yeah. So, so now it's kind of changing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, having El Nino that early in my life like kind of like I feel like spoiled me in a way. Did you have you seen the change in since you're on the boat a lot in the uh, pressure from fishing? You know what I'm saying? So like over the last ten years because you could. Yeah. I would say so, especially with like rockfish and stuff. So there's a lot of areas I remember like being young, like you just caught nothing but quality. But now it's like all those little square spots and like little white fish and everything. I was like, man, this kind of like sucks to see this. Does it make you worry at all that you're going to be a captain and it could it, kinda it does. could fuck the rock fishing up? Yeah, that the rock fishing, also the calico bass thing. Um, it really sucked to see that sand bass and barracuda. I mean, like we kind of have it now. Like the barracuda are slowly coming back, but not like how it used to be. I know. I remember even going on the boat and I'm like. Dude, I remember going and catching big barracuda. Yeah. And it's fun. I like catching barracuda. I love barracuda fishing. And now it's like you see little 22s and 24s and that's it. You this know? past summer we had like decent barracuda fishing, but not like not anything like it used to be. I remember like being in fourth grade, going out every weekend with my dad and he'd cast his lure out for me. I'd wind it in <laughs> tooled on this giant 10 foot rod. No, but that's that would be something that I'd be concerned about as well too is like, as the fishing gets more pressured over time, you get more people. Oh yeah, it's like, dude, it's gonna be harder and harder. It and, is and, like it's know. even it's even kind of hard sometimes to catch a legal calico bass. <laughs> and, that, and that's kind of <laughs> hey, getting. I do tournaments. Right? I can tell you, it's real fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, but I mean that that too. You've seen the calico bass fishery kind of go down somewhat. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, even for me starting, and I've said this, like, I really got into it in two thousand. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 19 no uh 18 19 huge like i used to remember going to the wall and just you know catching oh, 50 yeah. fish now it's like i remember when i was like same thing probably like like eight or nine years old fishing leadhead and squid with my dad and just like we have like 300 bass in a day which is crazy now the, that yeah, you just exactly. can't get that and it's like why yeah and that's the whole question is why like i mean it's I don't know. Even even Catalina's not as good, right? Yeah, it's really not. I mean, like, it, everything's in cycles. That's what I believe. I feel like it's just going through a transitional period. It's kind of like re, resupplying itself in a way. It just takes it a little bit. Yeah. Here's a here's a question for you that that it's kind of for kids like okay, I'm gonna call you a kid. You're fucking, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can be your fucking dad. You know what I'm saying? Um, my kid's two years younger than you, so. Um, you do you think you might get not get the respect you you think you deserve because 
your dad is who he is. I feel like that, yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I feel like, like uh, and I feel like, like I, you're not, not I feel being like, not being no, a dick yeah. right now. I'm no, gonna feel like yeah. before I actually talk to you, I'm like, hey, does he just around because his dad, you know, is, is around? No, yeah. And I talk to him like, wow, you're a really well spoken kid, you know, and you seem like you know what you want to do. But do you feel like that has been a hindrance on you, like trying f- to build your own path? I feel like I'm more looked at as John Woodrum's son than actually Gary Woodrum. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 a that's a hard it's, it's one. It's a hard thing to break, honestly. But just kind of like, kind of have to make my own name for myself. Which has been cool to see your your what you're doing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because it's like you're gonna live under a shadow of whatever that person. Yeah, and I have to live up to his standards. Like, I mean, like everyone kind of knows, like, not like being bragging about my dad, but I mean, he's a pretty good fisherman, especially at Catalina over the years. Like, we were number one yellowtail boat for like three years in a row. So I'm like kind of have like big shoes yeah but it, i mean it's like uh, you're gonna get the edge too because guess what that's your fucking dad you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah like why wouldn't your dad show you exactly what you're gonna you need to know yeah, exactly and I, i've always had that debate with people where i'm like uh i had a debate with my neighbor about it and we're talking about that uh you you like football mm-hmm. you know the rams coach yeah that just won there he was going yeah that's cool but not really that cool i'm like why he's like because his dad was a coach i'm like because his he was born into his dad being a fucking coach. <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly. cool, you know, like yeah, and I it's mean, like, like just because you were born in a certain way, you shouldn't take that away from someone and go, Hey, you might not have had that love there, but you do love it. So like it shouldn't like affect anything that you're doing in your success, you know? Mm-hmm. And I've always had that debate with people on stuff like that. Now I just wanted to know from the guy himself, you know, hey, <laughs> has it ever people fuck with you or feel like they're going, Oh, you're just Woodrum's kid or Yeah. It kind of has been like that, but yeah. I mean, I just have to, I just shrug it off. That's good. It seems like you you kind of have your own like path you're on as well, right? Yeah. What kind of gear do you like to use? Uh, I like fishing Trinidad's. Really? Yeah. For Trinidad's or Pen Fathoms, I like fishing those reels too. What about for uh, calico gear? Calico, I like using like I really really like the old Corados, dude. Like the Corado, like the that, green ones. Yeah, the green ones. I don't know what it is, but like I've had one. I think it's a 200 E7. I've had it since the first grade. I've got it serviced twice and still works like it's brand new out of the box. They don't work like that no more. No, they don't. <laughs> they do not. Yeah, I, I had I had one my uncle gave me, a bass uh, freshwater, the Bantam. Oh, okay. And I had that forever, too. I love those a lot Yeah. as well. What kind of uh, rod are you using? Uh, I like using a lot of water, like Pack Bays and I'm trying to remember the name of the other rods. I think it's just Pack Bays and like Seeker and stuff like that. Ranch. Big seeker guy. Uh, I like ranch shadows too. Okay, I kind of just use whatever. Like, it really it doesn't like, really matter to you as much. Yeah, I have like a certain feel for rods, and a lot of a lot of like rods I use are actually my dad's old rods. So I kind of just like using those because I grew up using them, so I already have like a feel for them and how to fish them and everything. Have you tried to use other rods? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of like newer stuff wrapped, but like the you United know, Composite Seeker, uh, Ranch Shadow, that Fishing Syndicate. But I don't know. It's Fucking all over. <laughs> no, he's right up the street. He's like, oh, is he? he's like not even five minutes from oh, here. Shit. Every time I go over there, I try to stop for a second, and I end up taking four shots or whatever he has. <laughs> I like Oliver. He's pretty no, cool. he's a great guy. He's yeah. supposed to come on too as well. He's just I haven't had the time. It's been like you know, like we've been, I've been so packed yeah. with episodes and trying to keep on top of the salt episodes as well as the fresh ones. Yeah, that's the hard part, you know. But um, no, that's cool. That you have like the mix of guys. Yeah, I try to because like... it's like I like I fish calico all the time. So mm-hmm. when I when I have dudes on that that are freshwater guys, I mean, I know what they're talking about. I don't do the the big swim bait thing as much as them, but 
a lot of these guys love calico fishing, you know? Yeah. Like Chris Purcell from Swimming Underground. He's a big calico guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like Butch was doing it fucking in the late 80s, dude, at Santa Monica Breakwall. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's cool to even talk about that. A lot, a lot of these guys, dude, there's there's a lot of ton of uh, uh, Bassmaster guys, like Ish Monroe's a big offshore guy, you know? Yeah. So it's cool to keep talking about the saltwater thing as well and to get the different points of view from people, you know? Because I know, like, Aaron Graham, he loves striper fishing. Oh, yeah. Stupid idiot. I like striper fishing, too, but I'm not really good at it. <laughs> no, neither, I'm not either. I mean, I'm not that good. I've gotten lucky, like, a couple of days going to Pyramid. Like, we had one day we had, like, 40 fishes, and that was, like, my first day ever fishing Pyramid. I was like, holy shit, dude, this is epic. Like, I'm going to come here every week now. You're like, hey, dude, I'm going to get him all the time. And you go back and fucking stop. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I went, like, I went back. And it just like kind of like okay, thirty fish, twenty fish, ten, five, one. I was like, all right, I'm done with this place, <laughs> dude. And it's a mission that <laughs> oh, ain't it close. Is. No, it's yeah, it's getting up early. Make sure you get in a boat. Try to get there as quick as possible to find the boils. And it's just like, yeah, it, it's a mission going up there sometimes. But do you feel like when you do freshwater fish like that, that helps kind of like uh, sharpen your tools, like fishing wise? I think it does. It's a yeah. little bit more finesse and everything. And yeah, like and like reading the lake and everything. So yeah. Do you do do any other types of fishing or just salt pretty much? That's just it. salt and the green bass if you're down that way. Yeah, um, I like I like it. It's like sometimes like even like during COVID when none of the boats was around, I think I was like fishing at Laundry Park every single day. No way. Yeah. <laughs> what were you throwing? I was fishing uh those rattle traps and fishing just a really low and slow Ned rig. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you do a lot of spotty fishing? I I like to. I yeah. try to like during when the you winter. get the time. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when I'm in San Diego, I always try to go. Damn, so good down oh, there. Yeah. I know. I usually when I f- I'll fish at night, and I always run into Damien because I see him and another dude with a uh, Mike a Lund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always be washing my boat down. I'll be like, "How'd you do?" I'm like, "All right, fucking Inner Harbor bullshit." Yeah, I feel you like Damien goes like every single night. Yeah, he, I've seen him there probably like four times. Right? Whenever I launch out of South Shores, I always see him down that way. You know, I'm trying to sell my skiff right now. What do? How much are you selling for? Ten grand. Yeah. What does it have on it? Uh, it's got a 90 horsepower Evinrude, really low hours. Um, it's got a Garmin up and down meter. Um, pretty much. I mean, it has a really bitch and bait tank on it too. Like Is that a trolling motor? No, no trolling, no trolling motor. motor. Wow. Why you get, you want to get a bigger boat? Um, just, uh, yeah, I want to like sell my boat. Maybe get, or a, do you even need one because you're going to be working so much? Yeah, time. exactly. It's just like kind of sell my boat, just use the money, just save up pretty much. Buy what, a house what, eventually. <laughs> man, you're very business minded already for being a young guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buy a house shit just, when uh, i was 19 i was trying to buy a lifted fucking f-250 or something <laughs> that's what i was thinking too. i was like man i can either save this money or i can just dump a bunch of money in my comb and make it look cool <laughs> there you go that's what i'd be doing yeah <laughs> especially since you're a captain it's like almost like you want to cut your teeth more by being on that boat as much as you can you probably don't exactly skip, yeah. right and really, you could calico fish off that if you're fishing. In Man, shore. if I really want to go, I'll just call Benny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm really having an itching to go. I was like, oh, I'll just call Benny or Justin. Oh, there's a, yeah. yeah, there's enough dudes that, you know, cab, you know, run boats or even guys that you yeah. probably know. Just... Even like one of my buddies, he works for Freedom Boat Club. So whenever he has yeah. a day off, we just take one of those skips out. <laughs> right. And just. <laughs> I even thought about getting into that because I'm like, fuck, it's like 300 bucks. It's a, a pretty good deal, yeah. actually. And it's like you have range all over the coast. And they have, actually have nice boats. They have, like, the Defiance and, like, I think Key West and those, uh, I think they're called Threshers. Yeah, those yeah. look cool. Mm-hmm. I always look at them at the PCS show. Yeah. And I, I thought about getting in on it because I'm like, I need a bigger boat. It's hard with having three fucking boys. Yeah. And in that little skiff, it's like, 
Uh-uh. My oh, wife. Yeah, especially with my skiff, too. Like, I almost sank my skiff one day. <laughs> How big is it? 17? 17. Um, I remember when we were fishing, well, I think we just finished boat work. We're like, dude, let's go try to get a halibut real quick. Yeah. So we got a scoop of bait, went out there, and started, like, dragging around. And it was kind of fucked up to the point where, like, we probably shouldn't have been out there. And my, my trance was pretty low. And so we're all fishing the stern. Like, a series of, like, waves came in really quick and flooded the whole deck. And I didn't realize the back hatch was already filled with water, too. And I didn't pump it out. So the boats started going like this, really, really like that. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I fired it up, and the engine was so low in the water, it, you couldn't even hear it start. Oh. So I just, like, put it in gear and just, like, got bow into it and just, like, kind of, like, let it drain out. Checked the back hatch. Started pumping that. And I was like, fuck, dude. I did the pump out. work? Was yeah. it okay? Mm-hmm. Mine at that last tournament we did, the Battle of the Brand. Mm-hmm. But my bilge pump went out. Oh, shit. Really? So I'm, I'm like, what the fuck? Why is it every? Because we had three of us. It was me, Seth, and my buddy Joe from Performance. Mm-hmm. and. We're sitting on there, and I'm like, there's fucking water on the deck, dude. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> so I look. I open up the fucking back hatch, uh-huh. and it's filled up almost. I'm like, hey, we got to go, guys. What happened? I'm like, we got to drive, dude. It's not working, you know? Yeah. And I, I'm like, I got to get another one. And that's a, a thing. I bought two of them. Then I'm going to get one. And Joe was telling me, just hook up a hose to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You clips too. and just, just throw it in there. Yeah, and just throw it in there. When I have you know? that same rig on my boat, too. Yeah, because case. I'm like... I, Dude, it's an aluminum boat for starters, so oh, there's okay. shit inside of that. The hole is all open, you know, inside. Yeah, there's exactly. shit everywhere. My, so, uh, my boat's foam-filled, so I figured I'm just going to get really low in the water. What kind of boat is it again? It's called a Sea Hunt. It's a really old hole. It's like a 1998 hole. When did you buy it? I bought it, I think, like September of 2020. So like COVID? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Did you buy it because of COVID? You're like, fuck it, I'm going fishing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. It was just like, I mean, I kind of want this thing just to like, you rock fishing on, halibut fishing, go up the coast, whatever. Yeah. And I took it to Catalina a couple times. Oh, did you? Yeah. I want to, I like the Evan Roods. I want to get a 90. I know people say, uh, don't get them, you know, blah, blah, blah. I know the maintenance is every what? It's every like 100 hours, I think. Okay, for the oil? It just sucks though because like I have, I mean, I think Evan Reed got bought out too. So yes. it's like kind of like finding parts from them are pretty tough right now. I haven't had a problem I, with mine. I haven't had any problems. And that thing, if I were to like, Clean the bottom of my boat, which I should. My boat sits on the water. <laughs> sits in the water all the time. Oh, because you're slip right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but if I get the bottom clean, I think you can do like 38 miles per hour. That's fast. That thing fucking moves. And I got, I've got it airborne a couple times too. <laughs> not very. Not, not I'm fun. sure your fucking dad wants to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I. I. Um, the first thing my dad said when I bought the one, I got this. He's like, man, don't be out there doing any dumb shit. <laughs> Right, he's like, don't go out there poaching anything. Don't go <laughs> th- fucking boss the wall with the throttle. You're gonna like, be a captain <laughs> now. You can't be doing any dumb shit. Yeah, anymore. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I I have mine, and I want to put a ninety on there because I'm like, it's rated at sixty, but I gotta chop off the transom because mm. the aluminum. When you buy the boat, they go, yeah, it's good for the bay. It's good for everything. Yeah, and it's not. <laughs> 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 the fucking transom has all these little pinholes and shit from oh, the corrosion really? oh. and you try to patch them well the problem is is the water gets inside of the of the transom it's wood uh you put the patch on there and it just fucking the corrosion pushes it right back out <laughs> so i'm like fuck so i'm gonna chop it off weld on a thicker piece of aluminum and then put those uh anoids the zinc ones okay and then screw them in yeah. to like make a spot where you can screw them in on there so it won't do the corrosion as bad then get a 90 i'm thinking yeah so right now with with uh Two guys in a full tank of cat, like almost a full tank of gas, I like hit like 29. Okay, that's pretty good. And then, uh, yeah, if it's just me and a half a tank of gas, I could hit like 31. How much can, how much uh, fuel can you hold? 
25 gallons, I think. Okay. I have a big-ass tank in it. Damn. I think yeah. I have, like, 25, too. Yeah. I can't tell. It always says Can four. you go? Can you go? <laughs> That's real good. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. You're like, yeah, I go to Catalina, and I fucking... It just says full, and I think I'm good all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I always bring, like, an extra, like, 10 gallons with me. I just kind of like, all right, I'll put in five when I get there, and I'll put another five. I don't have a problem yet. Did you use it? Did you... uh did you have to use it when you went over there and came back? Yeah, I use I used it all, but I really don't know how much like was left. Did you drive around the whole fucking island though? No, I just like fished like up towards the west end, like kind of the front side of like just kind of stay a little bit closer to home. Yeah, right. Yeah. How who did you go with? Uh, I went with my buddy um Jeremy at the time. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh did you have to pick a day? Did you like go? Oh. I watched the weather a lot. I was like, all right, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna start looking at the weather in the next two weeks. I'm gonna start trying to figure it out. Like, really don't like getting my ass kicked on skiffs. It's not fun. That's <laughs> I, why I, I like rain. Do you like what kind of now? If you could buy another skiff, what would it be? Probably, I like Rangers, dude. I really like. Rangers. You don't like getting your ass kicked, but you want a Ranger. <laughs> now, I, now I mean, Benny's like, is a different story. The twenty fives are different. With I remember the, 22s? the first trip I ever did with Benny, we got our ass handed to us on the way home. And it was like straight. I had slickers on and a slicker jacket, a hoodie, and everything else on. And I got soaked under the underwear still. <sighs> and I was like, this is awful. <laughs> but the, the platform's so great. I like the platform. Yeah. yeah. I mean, dude, he has so much storage on that boat. And it's just like a, everything's set up perfectly on that. No, I agree. I love we went out there the last time we went out. I went out once with Garrett Ching and uh, Bobby Martinez, uh-huh. and it was flat. Yeah. I had a hoodie on and shorts yeah. the whole way there and back. I'm like, we picked the right day. But he's like, oh, it should be good. But we stayed late. So we're coming in, and I'm fucking have my arms crossed and my hoodie on, and it's Charles tattooed in front of me, and then Chris Purcell. And I'm uh-huh. looking down, and we're getting fucking soaked. <laughs> and Chris is looking at me laughing, and he says, I bought this new jacket. It's awesome. It's <laughs> waterproof. Yeah. I look at him. He's like... This shit ain't waterproof, bro. <laughs> I realized there's a really big difference between water resistant and waterproof. AFCO is waterproof. Yeah. <laughs> there's some stuff from Grunin's that is water resistant, which means it will repel water for about a couple minutes, and then it just starts getting real heavy and wet. And it's just like, dude, this is lame. <laughs> so after that, I got that. I think it's an Agronaut jacket. Yeah. I mm-hmm. bought that and fucking game changer. I just dude. bought like some rubber, like insulated, like <laughs> jacket. And I was like, dude, this is going like, to be fine. <laughs> the AFCO shit's great. I, oh, I, I like use AFCO it a stuff, lot. Yeah. yeah. And I, that's why I'm like, fuck it. I got to get a jacket at least. Because I can give a shit if I'm wet, my pants are wet. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. But if my whole body's yeah, wet, it's like, like cold as shit. I'm like, no, nah, dude. <laughs> Especially flying in on a skiff, too. It's like, man, this is lame. But Ranger, huh? I mean, that's for like bass fishing stuff. For like my overall like personal boat, it'd be a Radden. Really? Yeah, I love those. Those are hard to find, yeah, though, right? They are hard to find. Have really you looked? Did you look for them when you were looking for a skiff? They're expensive, too. <laughs> They're like upwards of like 100 grand. Damn. Even the little tiny ones, huh? Yeah. What about Livingston? I like Livingston. Those are yeah. Cool too. I had that that guy on uh, Mike Lee. He does an assault weapon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah. He's a really dude, cool skiff. Yeah. His is bad. His new one's supposed to have, he said it's 15.5 uh-huh. with a 115. <laughs> oh I'm like, dude, God. you're going to die, bro. He's <laughs> like, well, I want to go fast. Fucking <laughs> 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 jet boat. Jesus I'm like, Christ. shit, bro. That's fast <laughs> as fuck, man. You know? But it's, it, I mean, hey, he knows what he's doing. He's like an yeah. engineer, so it's like, fuck it. Yeah. If you could do it, go for it, man. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Also, those, like, I think Brandon Hayward has one. Those catamarans, what are they called? Freemans. Oh, Freemans. Those things are nice. I will got to be on his, we did, like, a swordfish trip on it, and I think it just fucking handled the How weather. fast were you going? Oh, uh, we were doing, like, 
I think like 40 out to the spot. Dude, uh, I was talking to Ivan when he came on, uh-huh. and he said they would do 50-something to, to San Clemente. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I'm like, dude, you know how fast that probably is to get there? God. <laughs> yeah. And part of me goes like, you know, I know it's expensive to do those trips, and I have no problem paying for it. Uh-huh. But part of me goes, I, I think I'd rather pay for it so I get there quick and get exactly, back quick. Exactly, yeah. Like, I remember me and uh, Brian Burrell, we went fishing with Wes in, um, I think it was July. We were fishing this big bluefin, and we were like, Left the dock. I think we got like out of the harbor like eleven. Had three fish over hundred pounds. Back by like four o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, "Wow, this is tight." No, yeah, yeah. It, it, dude, that's that's the the kind of exactly, trip I like. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because I'm like, everyone goes, "How long do you go fishing?" I'm like, "I'll go fish for for half a day, dude. Like tomorrow, <laughs> I'm gonna go out. I'll get back here by twelve, eleven thirty. Yeah, because I'll just leave at like five thirty, go fish for five hours, and come back in. It's like I. I don't have that much time, you know? Yeah, I'm honest. I mean, I'm starting to like those, like, shorter trips more. <laughs> Look I mean, at you. You're, like really, I... you're really salty as shit already. <laughs> <laughs> at least when I go fishing. Like, I don't know. Like, I like that, like, that skiff fishing. That's like, when I have days off, I want to book a trip. I can already, like, Wes or Benny or just any of those, like, small pack guys. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I've been on Benny's, I think, three times. And I, love I haven't that. been on Benny's new boat, but I was on fucking awesome. his old boat on the last day. Now it's only we had that great day at PV. Oh, that was a really great day yeah. for you. <laughs> that was his last, yeah, that was the, the last day he was going to use his boat, and that was that day. Yeah. So when you catch a 10, do you feel like, I don't want fish calico anymore, I'm good? Oh, no, I keep wanting to fish anymore. It's just like, <laughs> all right, now i got to get 11. Do you think there's an 11 out there? Uh, I feel like there is, if I keep fishing. Do you see, how enough. many big calico do you guys bring up on? Not on very the- many. Like, I like, really, I've never even seen, like, four or five 10-pounders my whole life. Really? Yeah. You know, that's when I talk to someone about tournament, I'm like, I don't think live bait's the what you're going to catch the biggest uh, yeah, fish Yeah, I on. really don't think it is. I feel like you're going to catch the biggest one and you're deep in the kelp fishing a weedless bait. And that thing just happens to be sitting there looking up. And that's where I'm like, kind of like when people go, don't open the bait, the tournament to live bait. I'm like, but if it brings in more people, fuck it. You yeah, know? exactly. It's just more like inclusive for everybody. Yeah. That's what I was. Then I've even talked to like Lana Sign and Decker. They say the same thing. It's like bring your live bait. Don't fucking matter. It ain't gonna yeah. work. <laughs> now with the tournaments, have you ever had a problem like guys like pre fishing, like keeping the, like the fish that they like? Caught? I've heard. I've heard stories, but I mean, I've only done two years of it, oh, and okay. this year I only did one. And I, last year I did think four or three. Gotcha. And I did a one off with uh, Jeff Leafson, but I don't think so because it's it's hard to keep them alive. I feel like it is, yeah. And you're gonna have a dead fish, and when they when you come and check in, yeah, they like, check them. Yeah, you get like points taken off for that. Yeah, and point. but the thing is, like, freshwater, different story. Yeah, freshwater. You had guys like up north. A guy had a. Uh, I heard a story about a guy who had like a tub floating <laughs> in a dock, <laughs> and the fish were in there. They couldn't get out. Oh my god! So what they did is they kept feeding them. If I'm right, I'm not sure if I wrote the story, but. They would feed them like an orange and black uh, craw or something, mm-hmm. throw them in there, and then they would pitch in there and just pull out these five and eight, <laughs> go weigh them in, you know, and they're good to go. Yeah. So I haven't heard anyone cheating at the freshwater or like, saltwater tournaments. Or like Mike Long fucking uh, snagging the dude, ones off right? the head. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard anyone really doing it in, in uh, saltwater stuff. Yeah. I think it's a lot harder, too. I feel like it is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If they check your, your deal... You'd have to like, st- it ain't like bugs where you can fucking hide yeah, them in the port. Exactly. <laughs> you I'm sure you've seen a lot of those, like oh, little yeah. little bottles floating with the string on it. <laughs> Especially up in the bay, like you just see like a random black boot. It's like, oh, I know what you're doing. 
Or no, I had someone that saw like a, a like a, a plastic bottle oh. with, with a fishing <laughs> yeah. line on it, and then they pulled up the fishing line, and then there's the rope, and then mm-hmm. they pull up the rest, and it's like fuck. I'm, my favorite thing to do is like go to Catalina the day after lobster open, just find all the the hoop nets people lost over the night, Dude, and just start right. pulling those things. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> I gotta do any work. <laughs> you, I bet on the and when you're fishing. Catalina, you see a lot of people fucking up on MLPAs and stuff, huh? Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. Even like just being in a skiff too, I've seen that. I'm like, dude, like get out of there. And, uh, and I'm not, like, like when I was being on, been on skiffs too, I've been like, like I go up to them, like, hey, like I don't like you guys probably don't want to be in here. Like try to like educate them and like, all right, like don't get it. You don't want to get a ticket, especially this one. It's cool to hear you talk. I've met a lot of younger guys. Negative assholes like Seth Nicewanger, and, um, but you seem like you kind of like are a, a nice kid. Like where you you're not a. Is your dad like that a lot? Like really kind of kick back and calm. No. Then what makes you like that? <laughs> I don't know. Just kind of like I mean, my dad is like he can be, but like I feel like he's gotten a lot more mellow over the years. Okay. Like, like working with him, like when I think O'Neill, like he was just a screamer and a yeller all the time. But he's like gotten a lot more like laid back and just like. Kind of whatever goes, pretty much. Yeah. And you think you've adapted that somewhat? Yeah, I feel like. I try not to, like, yell. Because, like, I, like, I got yelled at a lot when I was, like, working. So, I'm not going to yell at anybody else. Because I don't know how it fucking makes me feel. <laughs> that, dude, that's a great point. Like, yeah. I mean, I understand the hazing, too, for, oh, for yeah. kids. Because like, uh-huh. it's, like, nowadays, kids are, I yell at my kid all the time. Yeah. He's 17. <laughs> He's crashed my car twice. First fucking... <laughs> Six months, he had his fucking license. Oh, uh, there's pinheads too. Like I, I had this one kid. I was like, every week, dude, we gotta throw you in the water. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> Not every week, but we did the, like pretty throw him pretty fr- frequently. Yeah, and I was like, all right, dude, Sunday, strip down, it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's your hazing, brother. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's it's a, uh, it's cool to see. Like maybe it's a different, like a, I don't know, generation of people, captains that. A little nicer. I don't know. Because not, <laughs> not everyone's a dick. I've been on some boats where guys are fucking assholes. Yeah. And then I've been on boats like with uh, Brian Woodley from uh, Some Fun. Mm-hmm. Nicest oh, Brian, yeah, dude. Brian's He's nice like a hell, teddy yeah. bear, dude. Yeah. He's the best. So it's like cool to see maybe like you could bring a whole nother uh, vibe to the landing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You want to work with kids more maybe and stuff. Well, Justin's down there all the time, huh? With his son. Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah. With Jeremy. I even, I even told him like, dude, as soon as Jeremy's ready, just. Come set him on one fucking one of the boats. Dude, he's a stick. He's got oh yeah, dude, yeah. He is yeah. <laughs> For even since he's been super little, like hanging out, like casting all the time. Yeah, he is. Yeah, extremely stoked on fishing. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, let's plug everywhere we can find all everything that you do. So the landing, what boat you work on, your Instagram stuff like that. Um. So basically, freedom sport fishing. That's that's me. Um. Instagram. I try not to be on Instagram that that too much anymore. I realize, like, man, like, I don't know. Try to stay off there more and more. Why? Just cause waste of time. Kind of is, honestly. Yeah. Just like, I feel like everyone like tries to outdo each other in a way. That's just the name of the game. It is, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Uh, do you want people to know your Instagram or not? Really? Yeah, sure. sure. Why not? What is it? Uh, gr underscore Woodrum. Okay. And uh, where do they go if they want to book a trip with you? Uh, that would be on 22nd Street Landing. Okay. They have their own Instagram too. I think it's just that. Perfect. Well, thanks for coming on, dude. Appreciate you coming on. And uh, maybe I'll jump on a boat with you one of these days, dude. Sure. I need to jump on more sport boats. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll hit you up. Yep. All right. Thanks, Gary. Thank you.